Welcome to the Library Community Podcast. It is October 28th, the 121st episode. Dios Las Vegas! Thank you for joining us here on the show. I can promise no sanity, but Halloween is coming up. My favorite holiday. And I believe that we can get into the spirit of the season here with this wonderful crowd. All right, everybody, cheer! Ooh. Wow, I have got to like get these guys on a little crack or a little little heroin. Something get them a little pumped up for the show. I need an opening act. I am hard to infuse it. Apparently, I, it's the British. They lost an empire. Now they can't get excited about anything. It's very disappointing. <laughs> Regardless, hey, that's right. I'm Lex Tenebris. I'm here um, managing this three ring circus of failure. Uh, over there is Sandro. Sandro, tell yeah. people about what you're doing today. I am going places, but okay. <laughs> I've settled down to do the show. I uh, posted Quit of the Week earlier, and I was working on my website earlier, uh, a redesign for my website, sandrolinux.com. So that's what I'm doing on it. Fantastic. And in the studio mm -hmm. audience, we have classic movies. We've got Vlad dropping in to tell us how cool we are. We've got Codes for Fun, who, who should probably be coding if he wants to be having fun rather than <laughs> here. And we've got our new favorite farmer, Farmer Josh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we don't have yeah. our favorite farmer's wife, Mrs. Farmer Josh, who has been re-nicknamed FMJ because I, I can never keep people's names straight anyway, so I'm going to use letters to designate them. They're only humans. But yes, if you want to discuss the topics today, then head on over to the Library Foundation Discord server so you can talk in the voice channel here at... Um, 2 p.m. Eastern Time uh, every Friday. If yes. we ever get started on time. But you will, if you drop in a little <laughs> early, you can make sure your mic's yeah. working and get warmed up mm -hmm. and be here for the beginning. Ride or die. Uh, honestly, the, the answer is probably die, but writing is also an option. So I'm I'm excited about today because we actually have content. Stuff has happened. Well, stuff has not really happened. The, the, the possibility of stuff happening has happened. It's a long story. We'll get there. But before we do any of that, we always cover of the week. Sandro, as the representative of the Creators Council, mm -hmm. what in the world have they voted on this week? So, the Quote of the Week this week, uh, Quote of the Week 106, yes, we have got that far, um, yeah, is Floating Door. So, they are a musician. Uh, they do interesting kind of, would you would you describe it as experimental, Lex? I would is actually it? describe it as stuff that I'd use for the background of, of videos. And elevator shows music. and stuff. Elevator music is pretty close. <laughs> Bed music is also another term that mm -hmm. gets kicked around a lot. It's it's good incidental music, which yeah. is the technical term. Yes. Uh, sometimes when people say elevator music, it's a bit insulting. However, I think it's good elevator music. I mean, it's a, it's uh, a little bit insulting, but incidental yeah, music um, is used all the time. And in fact, if yeah. you're watching this video or audio after the fact, you heard some at the beginning of the show. Mm -hmm. And ho are you going to... I'm not sure if you can use it quite as music for the bed music. I'm Watch sure. somebody stop me. <laughs> but yes, um, 
yeah, so this Quake of the Week, as all Quake of the Weeks do, uh, will get 50,000 LBC support on their channel uh, for the next week. And, uh, yeah, they will also get a shout-out on the Quake of the Week uh, Twitter account and the Mastodon account, as well as the uh, Odyssey channel. Uh, and, yeah. of course, here on the Discord. So, yeah, are you yeah. seeing a lot of activity over on Mastodon around creators council stuff not really i mean i need to be i need to post a bit more mastodon because um of course there was library.world however yes i miss it uh, that's not really uh broadcasting to that many different um instances anymore so i feel like we probably should move over to something like masthead which we can see all the different like uh all the different instances uh instead of just users from certain big instances uh like i mean as long as the messages keep getting past it is a federation after all that's how it's supposed to work is yeah. you talk to a couple and then they talk to a couple and so on and so on however what the problem is is um that basically uh library.world as a home server doesn't actually display um toots from certain other servers um so that you might so other servers might see toots from uh library.world but it uh like you won't see toots coming I see. to you from other servers i see that's i understand like I understand entire. All right. Also, well, speaking of servers, cool guys here. Yes, yes, cool guys. It's going to be, uh, we're going to have a little chat here in a little bit. But oh, yeah. Yeah. Though, mm-hmm. speaking of library.world, that brings up Mattiator. Mm-hmm. And that brings us to the next thing I have on the list, which is Mattiator.com. It's been moved Ooh. to a new home. The comment server has been new, moved to a new home, though we didn't document mm-hmm. what the new server name is. I assume the DNS has migrated. And the hub server that he was running has been shut down because it's big and heavy and it's hard to make it pay for itself or or not eat more money than it's worth quite frankly and i understand that mm-hmm. because the hub servers are pretty heavy uh man eaters usually hanging around here but uh he's yeah. not with us the day that we actually want to talk about him uh in an extensive form he is not here for some reason yeah so yeah that, that's just sad i mean just the way it goes really yeah uh but yeah i feel like uh my day of course is just trying to manage all the projects which he has on the go and so uh, yeah, it makes sense that you restructure things a bit to uh, be able to manage them properly and actually get to update them and give them proper support, hopefully. Yep, and he's also mm-hmm. the manager of library.world, which, uh, you mm-hmm. know, I, I, I will tell him that we talked mm-hmm. about him extensively at the beginning of the show, and he'll be like, oh, how did I miss that? Except he'll say it in, like, Polish. So he has, like, library.world, he has madiate.com, he had all the other stuff that he worked on um, with other developers in the library community. Um, yeah, so it's contributed to a lot of stuff. Uh, so well done, Madiator. This is the weekly song of play. And <laughs> say, well done, Madiator. Well done, Madiator. Good job, Gold Star. That is our minute of Madiator appreciation. We shall now move on. Yeah, I guess we will. Minute um, of Madiator. I like that. That's that's catchy. Yeah, mad, mad, yeah. mad, mad. I say. We were also going to talk about the SEC pre-trial. Trans- transcript because Svelte 
our sort of guy who keeps up with that sort of thing, happily mm. enough, has his hands. He paid for a copy of that transcript. But Oh, uh, yeah, I remember that earlier. But well, there's a problem. There is a little question about whether or not it counts as public domain, i.e. whether he can actually publish it publicly. And yeah, uh, as of this morning, because I checked in with him like a good journalist should, uh, they hadn't got back with him saying whether or not it's available. So we we can't actually deliberately talk about like normally mm -hmm. I'd link to that transcript because and we'd talk mm -hmm. about it. But Svelte has some real work to do. What's he doing? Having a real job and shit. But we will be talking about that transcript as soon as it's available for us to talk about. And that yeah. could mean that we talk about it because he's able to make the transcript public, or it could mean that we talk about it because he will be here personally to talk about it. I can't yeah. make a promise as to when that's going to happen, but we are we are working on it. If you're curious cool. about about the transcript and how both Svelte and I feel about it, check out the general channel on the Discord mm -hmm. where he and I had a bit of a discussion. We we, we, we talk publicly, come on, man, um, in the chat channel, and I think you will find it interesting, if not terribly illuminating. It was a few podcasts ago now um, when you were gone, Lex, when it's, uh, Svelte um, came to the voice channel during the community podcast, one of the unrecorded episodes um, oh i know yes where he actually discussed the transcript a bit um so if you were here live you would have got that so that's just oh, more this is a this is a new this is a new transcript oh a new transcript well that's great that's because yeah. the last transcript felt just um he kind of just talked about it in a kind of manner uh not to actually disclose what it says um but yes yeah we, uh, we have yeah. we we, we talked about some deets last night mm -hmm. so again i refer people to the discord channel check yeah. it out and i if you're really really interested check out our discussion yes yes it's walls of text on both sides because both svelte and i like words you're gonna have to get over it if you're afraid of words don't listen to us i don't know if you've uh, worked that out they're making the frogs gay i don't know where that came from um you think of alex jones clear lex i was just channeling him it's it's all right i'm getting my share but yes the next thing uh i was actually thinking about the music hive earlier and I was thinking, where the heck did Artists of the Week go? And well, I haven't heard from them on? in a long, long time mm -hmm. because they, they had a change of, of ownership. Not really ownership. Yeah. Change of management, let's say. Change and of leadership. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. And they made a post not very long before the show kicked off about the music hive making a reappearance. Uh, the post is really just a snippet of, of looping video. It's a graphic piece. And they're talking about doing remixes, but I'm there for it because I miss those guys. I really miss enjoying mm -hmm. all the new, you know, new artists and stuff that they expose every week. So if they get back into that, we get Artist of the Week back one way or another. Yeah. So who knows if they're actually going to do an Artist of the Week again. Uh, I'm hopeful about that. Uh, but yeah, it appears right now that it's just remix music kind of for now. Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Apparently classic movies likes my taste in women. If you're curious about my taste in women, be at the pre-show. <laughs> All right, so Music Hive making a reappearance, and uh, that's exciting. And we have cool guy who's here who poked me about this 
following bit of real actual news real actual news i'm i'm so disappointed in myself for having real actual news this week but board elections are coming around again i know i know you guys yeah, love so course, love it cool guy you just broke it in the announcements channel as well. no that's yep, fine yep, it's cool yeah, see you know i did that i did that intentionally don't you dare don't you dare type there <laughs> you did a good job man <laughs> Um, yeah, so, so this is something that we were hoping to have announced last week, but uh, a little bit of um, miscommunication with the board. We push it off to this week. It will be posted on the Library Foundation channel uh, on the 6th. We're currently waiting for John to get back to his computer. That being said, I'll do a quick rundown of, of our schedule. If you are in the Discord, by all means, look at the announcements channel. It's going to be there. We will be making a post for the Twitter. Um, but as it stands, today was the announcement of of the uh, elections. Anybody who is interested, if they are, um, if they hold a librarian role and they've been here for six months at the time as of today, so it means what's well, October, so it would have been April, April 28th. If you were here and had the librarian role as of April 28th, you are eligible to run for one of the two board seats. We do have two available this year. John and Julie are both going going up for re-election. They are fleeing the sinking ship. Mm -hmm. And um, that being said, uh, anybody that has that librarian role for six months can um, or is eligible to run for one of the positions. If you're interested, there's a Google form link that is on in the announcements post um, that you can submit. Uh, submissions need to be due by November 12th, so you got, I think I said it at two weeks. Yeah. Yep, 20, that way. Yeah. So you've got two weeks give or take and then we'll start base the goal here is to have have a bit of a block for the next few weeks on the on the podcast to discuss with any of the potential candidates um as they as they step forward or to talk about the process that's that's up to lex that's that's his bread and butter we'll work something out i've actually got all the notes for this in the show description so that if you're going oh my god i didn't catch half of that after the show while you're listening to it it's okay just look at the description the link to the form will be there what you require to be qualified and mm -hmm. the uh, the actual schedule may uh will probably be in there yeah and, and the basic rundown is it's announced today submit your your candidacy by the 12th of november um between november 4th and the 25th it'll be the discussion period and then um voting begins oh December 9th. On, yep, on December 9th, and that'll be two weeks. Anybody who has a librarian's role or above, basically, in the Discord is eligible to vote. All you have to do is go to the Hive Roles channel and type in exclamation add role voter. I'm going to put this out there. It doesn't automatically give you anything. We here on the board verify that you that you actually have the role, and we'll give it to you. So, you know, we we get we got this last year where a lot of people were asking questions. Well, where's the role? It's not giving it to us. Because John was doing it manually. Yeah, let's not but, do that again. Mm -hmm. But any of the board members, any of the councils, if you're a verified creator, if you're simply a librarian and you're involved, mm -hmm. or if you're a marketer or a curator, you're, you are eligible to to vote you have to be in any of these groups prior to today basically or prior to the 15th so that was last week to sign up as a voter so we don't have a flood of new people who are who've never been involved who 
are yeah, bots, newbies, or otherwise yeah. suspect. All, all accounts, yeah. Well, that's a big thing, yeah. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. let's avoid uh, any sort of election uh, questions because, man, yeah. I don't know if I can go through that again. Yeah, election legitimacy. I will say, if if you are in the Discord and you're listening to this on on uh, Odyssey, um, you know we have a lot to discuss and to tackle moving into 2023. This is going to be the biggest change in governance that we've had in three years. We're, we definitely need people who are who are willing to be involved. A large, you know, a large piece of the board's work is voluntary and is dedicated for the good of this organization and this community. If you're interested, go check out the Google link, submit that. We'll be verifying those as we get closer to the candidacy cutoff. And for anybody who is planning on running, good luck. Yeah, we should probably run down the responsibilities real quick, just in case you're thinking about running, because um, maybe you won't after you hear what might be required. You need to meet, be able to meet once a week with fellow board members on, on the Discord. You need to be... Go ahead. I I will say that we haven't been meeting once a week recently. Slackers. Once a week. Once a week is what we were doing as when we had a lot of stuff going on. But generally, we're at a minimum of once a month. All right. So twelve times a year versus once a week. It'll be somewhere in there. Especially if you're doing stuff this coming year. Uh, I imagine that'll pick up again. Uh, You got to be willing to appoint personnel to positions of responsibility. Well, that leaves me out on both sides. Maintain the legal standing of the library 501c3, which is the uh, tax exempt. uh, California based. It's U.S. actually. It's federal. U.S. Yeah. Uh, You got to be willing to. Nonprofit status of of the library foundation, which is still up in the air. Yeah. Mm. Well, we'll get to that eventually. Oversee library Mm -hmm. foundation assets. Um, I like to oversee some assets. Foster engagement and partnership opportunities, i.e. be willing to reach out to other organizations and groups and shake hands and uh, say, hey, how about we do something together? Encourage development of the library protocol with WIPs. Uh, Establish structures that enable maximum community control over certain library foundation assets, which I think that's actually a very interesting statement, which I'm sure that we will get into much more at a later date. And maintain expand and execute on the greater vision of the library foundation and i would point out help establish that vision in the first place because it's in a sort of transitional space right now very much so especially with the state of or the potential state of library as an entity Um, you know we had i will say that we did have a meeting with jeremy recently and we have a lot of opportunities that we can explore moving forward that don't I like how that, that's just that's just a great that's just a great phrase. There's a lot of opportunities that we could explore, which means I don't know. Hands in the air, shrug, look at the camera. I do love that. Though. I mean, there, there there are so many directions that we could take. Is that's why I can't. I can't I'm not even like being generic or, or general yeah. about it because I I don't want to say anything. I just we generally don't have an idea of which way we want to go yet. Yeah, it's it's going to be a matter of pick something and go that you way. You are going to be the one to help us do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever, whatever, poor schmucks, both of them that volunteer to run for the board this year. Yeah, you guys are going to be responsible for help. Pick that direction and if you care about that direction if it's meaningful to you or you think you have a good idea and can work within the framework i encourage you all of you to get involved in the voting get get involved in the running even if you don't win you've at least spoken something that's important and interesting to you and there are other people who have who will be listening so i encourage you to absolutely get 
on it. See to it, fancy lad, and be involved. Get down on it. Ooh, ooh, get down on it. Yeah, yeah, let's turn this into a dance party. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, it would be interesting to see the candidacies, um, like the different candidates, I mean, um, and yeah, what they have to offer and um, yeah, what they have to say. Yeah, and their <laughs> yes. campaign, I guess. I also see that Vlad has donated to the uh, to the to the fund by uh, five do- <laughs> five LBC super chat just to say log me. I will read any super chats that come across, like just like Nick Hurtka. Uh, right, that's all the time I have. I gotta go. All right, see you. We'll catch you around, man. Yeah. Oh, guy has fled this place of evil. Perfectly reasonable. Everyone should. Yes, but as I was saying, I'll read every super chat that comes in because that's how that's how we do things around here. All right, so that's really most of of the library business. We actually had library business to talk about. Again, if you're interested in maybe being involved in the whole process of how this ridiculous place gets run and the foundation and how its assets get allocated, please get involved. Now, I will point out it has not been decided yet exactly the mechanisms by which the voting will take place. I am hoping that we see another experiment with quadratic voting this this year. Uh, Last year, was very interesting. I would be very interested in seeing more things show up and like maybe we'll play with caps or, you know, various things. I don't know. I want to see, but that's where we're at. And I encourage you again, if you care, if you give a crap, or if you're just curious, get involved. We'll be interviewing the people who are running. We'll be talking about what's uh, what their plans are. We'll be talking about what their responsibilities will be. And you're going to be right here with it for the whole time. Because every once in a while, I actually get to pretend to be a real journalist. Ain't it nice? Hang on, you said me you would say anything that. What? Now he's just like off in space. Anyway, we're done with Library Foundation stuff. We're done. Now we're on to something a lot more important and exciting. We're on to freaking Halloween. All right. Now, my favorite holiday. How about you, Sandro? Do you love Halloween? Yeah, it's one of my favorite holidays. I mean, there's not that many holidays. I'd prefer Christmas, but, you know, Halloween is always kind of spooky and interesting, and uh, I quite like the colors of Halloween. Orange, black. Mm, gotcha. yeah, orange and black. Yeah, orange and black. Yeah, that's my favorite. Yeah, and Day of the Dead, uh, Deus Les Muertos, uh, also one of my favorite yeah. holidays around this time. Basically, anything that involves death, decay, destruction, and, uh, and horror, I'm pretty much down for. And apparently, so is Odyssey, because Odyssey, weirdly enough, went out of their way and added a new category in the sidebar. I know this is where where Sandro looks at me and goes, wait, we're talking about Odyssey? Yeah, I'm saying good things, nice things about Odyssey. <laughs> Uh, uh, now I have to say it. Uh, Sandro, Sandro is making use of the things that I have actually <laughs> said. I will read anything that comes up as a support on, on the chat. Hello, Lex Tenebris is standing for Library Foundation and will give everyone free pizza. That's wrong on two points. I will well, never um... stand for an officially elected position. No one can make me. You can't force me and I ain't gonna. I, will, I would never be part of any other organization that would have me and secondly not everybody's getting free pizza now farmer josh and his wife might get free pizza depending on those corset picks but that's a different issue we're gonna it's getting off the off track getting off track that's bribery and i'm open to bribery see another reason you should never elect me to any position but odyssey spooky mode the spooky tab and i'm going to say something even crazier they actually picked some cool stuff to go into the spooky tab so if you haven't checked that out 
I know I don't normally direct you to go check out Odyssey, but I, I gotta say the, the spooky chat, I mean, the spooky category, it's it's really quite cool. So go check that out. Have you looked at that yet, Sandro, Josh, anybody? Um, I really haven't looked at it yet. I think I looked at it for like a few minutes and it wasn't particularly interesting. I mean, like, I don't know. It's not, stuff like creepypastas aren't really my thing. Fair enough. I don't know. How about you, Josh? Nah, I haven't checked it out yet. I have ran my cursor over it a couple of times though so. i mean that's a start you give it a good stroke and then you get right in there yeah you know gotta warm it up first right yeah yeah you don't want it to be cold you know it's just unpleasant i checked it out i was pretty pleased and i'm expecting you to be pretty pleased too that's not the only cool thing on odyssey though or even library i was checking out classic movies channel classic movies who is in the chat and probably um silent because he's muted but classic movies basically takes old copyright free movies cleans up the audio cleans up the video gives it a little bit of upscaling and uploads them to his library channel which is kind of awesome because a number of those movies are well horror and science fiction oriented and this being a good opportunity to talk about movies I wanted to point out three of them that i saw most recently that i think are appropriate to the holiday season. Firstly, Night Fright. I mean, it's it's 1967, so like every other good 1967 movie, opens with a car pulling up somewhere lonely and two 30-year-old teenagers making out. Inevitably, somebody dies. You know how this goes. You've seen this movie before. It's every horror movie from 1967. Likewise, Attack of the Eye Creatures does not open with two 30-year-old teenagers making out, but the eye creatures are shockingly vulnerable to the obvious. I'll let you think about that. They're eye creatures. Just, just let it let it sink in. And then the last, Bloodthirst, is the only one that's actually listed as a horror movie in the description. It's set in the Philippines. A guy is investigating a series of sex crimes, which, weirdly enough, involved blood. I, I actually sat down and watched the whole thing before the show, like right before the show. And, oh my God, I had uh, a lot of fun. It's, it's a fun movie. Is it a good movie? <laughs> uh, but is it a fun movie? Yes. So I encourage everybody to go check out Classic Movies Movies. Go find something that you really think suits your mood for the holiday season. Halloween. Mm. Put it on and just, just give it a, give it an opportunity. Is it going to be a AAA modern movie? No. no it's going to be for something from the 50s, 60s, and 70s that is just kind of schlocky fun. And I, I love that stuff. How about you, Sandro? Yeah. I kind of find it interesting to see uh, more classic movies. <laughs> I yeah, I just can't keep classic, saying classic movies out of a sentence about classic, classic movies. movies. But yeah, I find it quite cool that um, classic movies is uploading some um, old films because, uh, I don't know, you might all watch them. I'm, yeah. not a big ha I'm not a big Halloween film fan. I mean, like, uh, I'm not really into that kind of stuff. But um, sure, if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, you you might want to watch some more retro titles again. Absolutely, and links mm -hmm. to those movies.
movies and uh, and his channel by extension are going to be in the notes if you have heard us and you're like, mm, I want to check that out. We will provide you the opportunity. Though that does lead me to ask Sandra, since you know you're not a big Halloween movie guy, what is your favorite Halloween movies? What is a Halloween? What did so? You what are your favorite Halloween movies? I mean, at least one or two. You have to have some movies that you enjoy watching around Halloween. Anything? Uh, Come on, man. I forget the name of it. It's Describe like, it. A woman keeps on nearly getting shot by a crazy guy who ran who randomly appears in our house sometimes. Shot? Um, not shot. Like it depends. Oh yeah, he really likes knives, doesn't he? I think you've um, just described the entirety of the 1970s slasher genre. Nice job. Yeah. That's only um, about 150, 175 movies. I don't even watch. Like I barely ever watch ha 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 Halloween movies. Like you could ask me about like Christmas movies. I would be on it. Um, you could ask me about other movies, and I would be vaguely on it. But nothing but, horror. Uh, nothing at all. Uh, I'm not really into horror movies to be honest. Like I don't watch that many. Like I don't really sit down and watch movies that often. Sandra is just disappointed. All, right. all of us. I want. I want everybody <laughs> who hears this show or watches this show after the fact in the comments down below i want you to to just say shame 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 sandro learn or to fear a movie to watch well i think i will there are there are three really solid movies i watch every halloween three of them guaranteed firstly the crow i watch it on october 30th because it's devil's night in detroit and that's you know you gotta watch the movie on the movie day so the crow uh, the last the last movie that brandon lee ever did is a fantastic film based on a comic uh by the same name so oh, yeah. good i just realized what my favorite halloween movie yeah is halloween oh you like the original halloween the creator of the slasher genre in many ways yeah that's quite a good film young yeah. jamie lee curtis and all of her curvy glory <laughs> Mm, yeah. But yeah, I think that's probably my favorite Halloween movie. Um, All right, fair overall. enough. Maybe maybe you could check out Event Horizon, which is another one of my favorite hell movies, and uh, literally a hell movie, a movie about hell, even though... It's set in deep space on a rescue mission. A friend of mine used to describe my taste in movies as competency porn because I really like movies about characters in a situation where they don't make stupid decisions. They make very, very smart decisions that happen to be wrong because they don't understand everything about the situation. Mm. Event Horizon is hardcore competency porn. It's, there's, a, there's a ship that had an experimental interstellar drive. They activated it. It disappeared for several years and then suddenly it's back in the orbit of Jupiter and they have and a team is dispatched to go figure out what happened and and bring the ship the event horizon back if at all possible it's a movie about being careful where you hire your engineers from if the guy who designed your engine graduated from Miskatonic University with honors man want to not do that but it's a fantastic movie i encourage everybody to go see it and then of course there's the true real hardcore classic hellraiser based on a short story the hellbound heart by uh, by clive barker a man who has actually checked out my ass it's a classic of the genre in both literature and in film and for the love of god and all that's unholy avoid the hulu remake jesus wept 
Holy Christ, it's terrible. Did, but the original is still fantastic. Did you make a post on Malibu about that? I did. I wrote a yeah, review of the new Hulu version and without spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, yeah. uh, it, the problem is that it was, it was so close to being tolerable. The more I think about the movie, the less I like it. I, I, immediately after I watched it, it was like, mm, I guess this is all right. And then I was like, oh, no, I, oh, that's just, oh, the more I thought about it, the worse it got. So I never feel that way about the original Hellraiser. Um, and I even enjoyed Hellraiser 2 and even enjoyed Hellraiser. Hellraiser 4, which almost nobody liked, but I did because I, there are multiple reasons. If you ever want to give me a real cool gift that I will enjoy, get me a Le Marchand cube, the puzzle cube from Hellraiser, and be like, ah, oh, yeah, here you go. And I'll be like, oh, you're you're great. I'm going to have sex with you. So, bribery. Fantastic. Those are the three movies I would recommend to anybody around Halloween, uh, as well as listening to the original War of the Worlds radio broadcast, which I will also do on Halloween itself i have certain rituals i have to do them so i mean that's 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 me is there any other media that you'd think about on around halloween sandro josh anybody uh, i mean the scariest movie i've seen lately is a castle rock production this uh resident in the white house uh castle i mean it's castle rock you were saying um, sandro i don't really yeah i i don't really actually have any what's the scariest thing i've seen recently probably me re-watching halloween okay Alright, so so let's jump to the one next, the, the last thing I got, which is, yep. what are you doing for Halloween? Are you going out? Are you going to a party? You got plans? No. no. You're just going to stay no. home? Yes. Not even trick-or-treating? Um, I think you should all send a scary gift to to Sandra in the chat, because he thought <laughs> a little scary stuff. I agree. I my shed much, I think we need to inundate both Josh and, uh, and, and Sandra with the scary stuff. Oh, good job, Vlad. Good job. Good job. Anyway, I can't believe you guys just aren't you're that into, into the Halloween. You're disappointing no. me. It's very sad. This is the Library Community Podcast, Lex. Not everybody's into Halloween, Lex. Oh, Halloween well, that's just a failure of imagination. Before Christmas, because Christmas it, is a fantastic event. It, even when friend. I was into Wicca and shit, I wasn't into Halloween. So. Well, that's, oh, no, see, the, the, you were into witches, and I mean into witches, and I can understand that. Sci-fi and horror equals Jason X. Oh, codes for fun that is one of my favorite quotes from any movie it's okay everybody everything's fine he just wanted his machete i mean you know that is one of the best lines ever delivered in film thank you for reminding me is there anybody in the chat right here who wants to say that they are going to be standing for library foundation nobody here's going to say admit it i'm I mean, not going to do I'm it i'm not i'm not so um you know um there we are clear that one up i i think um, it's funny like we're we're both mm, not going to do it thank you <laughs> Why do you keep on sending me stuff? Because, because it's funny. Good job. What is the reason to keep a loaded shotgun at all times? Yes. Again, people, you can see the chat kind of flowing over there on the left side of this frame. But if you would like to come be a part of it, uh, you need to you need to come to the Discord during the show because no no sanity will be spared. I actually don't have plans for Halloween proper other than watching or listening to War of the Worlds while I do some work, and I'm hoping to go out and do something crazy but uh i 
I hate to, to say that plans will, will come through. Now I need to find out all about Brazilian politics. Oh, what, dear God, no. What's going on? Like, um, why? Have you have you read the outlet? No, 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 don't care. No, no, not um, doing are politics. You supporting, uh, are you supporting Luna in the next election? I am not supporting anybody in any election. I maintain that if voting can make a difference, it would be illegal. And if not voting could be, make a difference, it would be illegal. And if I really yeah, wanted, should, if I really wanted to affect politics... I would go into professional assassination, but I'm too lazy, so that's not going to happen. Let's come on, say it. Come on. All right, kill them all, set them on fire, eat their eyes. What? You said you were going to read out everything in the chat. Uh, I did. <laughs> There's nothing paid, else. He, left. Paid, he paid 25 LBC. That's, oh, that's oh, long. oh, Vlad. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was yours. Vlad, I am so sorry. You're right. I did say I would I would read all super yes. chats. Thank you for the heads up. Now I understand what you're saying. My name is Lex Tenebris, and I support <laughs> Lula, L-U-L-A, in the next elections for a bozo. I, I hope I did that right. Right. There you go. I um I think I think you just said you support somebody affiliated with the Brazilian Socialist Party. So well done. <laughs> I don't know. They paid me at least twenty five LBC. So there you go. I, <laughs> I I will endorse anybody that pays me to. Right. Yeah. Like um, any I've other celebrity. Up, I've just looked up this person and it says um they are a former union leader. Of course they are. Um and they were they're a part of PT or the Workers Party of Brazil. You currently have a lead on Bolsonaro. <laughs> so I say good on them. I say good on Vlad them. Vlad says, perfect change because... of tone between English and Portuguese nouns. Did I do it right? I don't even freaking know. Uh. <laughs> but yeah, that is, that's interesting. I've not been following the events in Brazil, and um, I think it is cool to see. Bolsonaro is having candidate. a great time. That's all I can say. But if you are interested in South American politics, what I would suggest is you go pick up the new Paradox game, Victoria 3, which which is set between 1893 and 1993, uh, 1793 and 1893, the Victorian age, and you can actually run Brazil and uh, try and maintain its political power, expand its control, manage its economy, and uh, it's it's somewhat fraught relationship with Portugal. Uh, I, I've really been enjoying playing in South America in the whole game. Yeah, that's right. I turned this from politics into video games. That's how I roll. Also, it's a great I, game. I did, I did not know that um, Lula was so high... Uh, was so high in the polls in Portugal. Um, it appears Bolsonaro is in some trouble. With yeah, the, it's the politics. Who cares? Uh, what, Vlad, what did you want me to send the link of uh, to the game? I'll, I'll work it in somewhere. Or you could just uh, Google Victoria 3, which is fantastic. Or you can go to Steam. Mm-hmm. It's available on Steam. Like all games in the world, it feels like, uh, that aren't necessarily epic epic uh, exclusives. Uh, also, what do you think, Lex, about um, Elon Musk now being the owner of Twitter? Hell yeah. I mean, it has been great. <laughs> The man walked in carrying a sink, had a buddy film it, and then posted it to Twitter with the, the line, let that sink in. Come on, how can you not love that? That was yeah. awesome. And then within six hours, he turns around and fires the CEO, the CFO, and the chief of, uh, you know, the, the of law. chief of, sure. well, it's the chief like, of um, censorship, technically. I like, fucking love it. I, I have no clue what's going to happen to Twitter now. Uh, oh, yes. By the way, Vlad, you can play on a MacBook. But yeah, what's going to happen to Twitter? I don't know, but it has been an amazing place for the last 24 hours. People have been mm-hmm. losing their freaking minds. <laughs> and I have been really truly enjoying it. 
people are like, oh my god, I'm I'm quitting Twitter. F Elon, fuck Elon Musk. Um, I like Elon Musk. I, I disagree no, with him on certain things, but yeah. No, I'm saying I'm quoting people, Lex. Oh, yes. Somebody who I saw on Twitter. Well, the man um, did say, I'm going to fire 75% of the people who work at Twitter. Fuck those guys. And uh, I could only say it's your business. He's taking it off of publicly trading. He is no longer selling stock mm -hmm. in Twitter. It's becoming a privately funded and controlled mm -hmm. company. And it's it's long overdue. This is going to be amazing. Who knows? I have no clue what's going to happen, whether Twitter will survive and whether um, people have to fit their different place. To oh, it's going off. to survive. Here's the thing. It's just too big not to. There are too many people who have made it their personal home base. And where are they going to go? Mm. Like all of the all of the, the businesses and, and such that use that as like their primary chatty conduit, they're not going anywhere because everybody knows that they can find them on Twitter. That's the amazing thing. It's like, mm, you guys centralized all this power in one place, but you forgot something. Money works. Did you, did you hear that Elon Musk has said that Twitter will now have a content moderation council? Yeah, I, I, but that's already Good kind idea. of what they had. The question is, who's going to be on it? It's like every other yeah. council. Yeah, like make it, more, it a bit more of an open council, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't even, we don't have enough information to... To, to reason about that yet. He, mm -hmm. he has been in talks with the advertisers and had some quite strong words for them too. So I'm excited to see what happens. I'm looking forward to it and I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, it, I, and it r reminds everyone that Odyssey and the Library Protocol and other alt tech like Rumble eh, are all very important players in this space. Uh, and things can change in an instant. All it takes is somebody with money and balls of steel to walk out and change the entire landscape because there has also been some rumors of uh, Twitter adding basically a YouTube competitor uh, along with its internal token uh, and if that, that were to happen be... that would be a straight up Odyssey library competitor right there yep. except with a massive network effect that already exists yep I feel like that would be very interesting and what yeah. he would actually do with that is a definite question and whether any new developments will happen at Twitter, whether things will become more open, or whether he will ban people who don't like Tesla. Um, eh, he, he's not going to do that. People that don't well, like Tesla is some of his best advertisement. To be fair, Elon Musk has. I'm not sure. Yeah, he, I don't know what he's going to do, to be honest. Nobody it, knows. It's, it's, it's unpredictable, man. Like um, He's a he, mad he lad. Could do, he could do what, whatever he wants, basically, at this point with Twitter, because he basically owns it he has full control he's basically just you know wiped half of the um the board of directors he effectively just has total control over twitter so who knows what he's going to do next well funny thing when yeah. your dick has 44 billion dollars tattooed on it you can put it anywhere you like but who, kn who knows actually who's gonna be like who is the twitter ceo right now is it elon musk it's now? elon or musk like, it's yeah, he is I, it's I, no longer it's no longer stockholder held or won't be come monday as i understand it mm -hmm. but yes that will be it will be definitely a new chapter in the twitter history and i think um it will definitely be interesting to see how that interacts with uh kanye west potentially uh closing a deal uh 
to buy Parla or whether he'll be reinstated on Twitter and oh, whether he'll be he'll reinstated back. on Twitter. But the question is, but will he, he continue to buy Parler? I mean, that's the yeah, question. I, and whether that actually will cost him more than five bucks. But anyway, those are all issues for another day. I think we're going to call it uh, the no, end of this Lex, show. Yeah. Lex, we need to ask Farmer Josh what gin he is drinking. No, okay. That, uh, one more, that is the last question. <laughs> Farmer Josh, what gin are you advertising to our listeners today? Well, well, this is a lower cost one. It's Gilby's. It's an actual uh, distilled London dry gin. Um, actually, it's a little too smooth. I got way too drunk a couple of days ago and had a hangover Ooh. for 24 hours for like the first time in years. So, mm. so it's yeah. good shit. Good shit. <laughs> all right, there you go. That's all we needed to know. Mm -hmm. That's the last thing you mm -hmm. need to know on this show. Stay around for the after party, but in the meantime, mm -hmm. have a good day. Have a great Halloween. Yeah. We will talk to you after the wonderful holiday. You can tell us about what kind of horrible things you did to trick-or-treaters or what sexy whatever random outfits you saw, because you know the sexy outfits are coming. And we'll be back with you next Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. We still won't have John, but we will have this nest of absolute filthy bastards. Stay tuned if you want the after party, but for everybody else, it's been great. See you later. Bye. See you later. Later.